the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Bet SGPN. Bet SGPN is where you'll find all the best sports book promotions and deposit bonuses. Just head over to BetSGPN.com. Bet SGPN is your home for online sports betting. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. They got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. And finally, we're brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no big betting. That's right, no big betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP, for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, promo code SGP. Welcome, everybody, to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm today's host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. I'm the original NBA Gambling Podcast host. We've had, uh, but I had to give up that title because uh, I'm over at the Action Network now, but I can guest host once a week for SGPN, uh, which I'm happy to do. Uh, the other guys, Zach Broner, Munaf Manji and Dan Titus have been doing a great job. Uh, this being their first week, me being my first week over at the Action Network. And today, since there are no games to talk about, which is sad, I feel like there's already a loss in my life with no games to bet tonight. We're going to be talking about All-Star Weekend, which is exciting, always fun thing to bet. It, it's Let's be honest, it's more fun to bet on the All-Star Game than to watch it Uh it's most fun to, to bet on the events, I think. So we're going to talk about all of those, uh, and then we're going to uh, get into the game itself. Hey, John, thanks for joining. Uh, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Oh, good, good. Just uh, as I already mentioned, I'm, I'm sitting on Top Shop for this drop, too. Are you a, <laughs> are you a Top Shop guy yet? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, um, I'm... I'm like uh, 86,000 in line. So I'm outside the uh, supposed gestational period, so to speak. You know what I mean? 20,000 outside the window. Oh, I think it's only it. like 61 and I'm at 86,000. So, Oh, no. Well, it says <laughs> I have like 171 ahead of me. So I got a good number, I guess. This is my first one doing it. Um, anyway, so uh, we are going to talk about uh, the three-point contest first. I think what's key here is uh, finding guys that have a quick release and be able to hit a hot streak, which is, I really like Devin Booker here at uh, plus 500. I really like Zach Levine at uh, plus 250. Curry is the favorite at plus 190. Donovan Mitchell at plus 350. And then Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both at plus 750. Um, I was reading that uh, a lot of people look at the catch and shoot three-point percentage for this, but it's not necessarily... When you think about it, it's not really like a catch-and-shoot. It's more like a handoff uh, three-pointer. And apparently, Levine is insane on handoff three-pointers this season, shooting like 49% or something like that from three-point range. 
he's hitting his career high overall from three point at forty three point four percent. His catch and shooter at forty eight percent. So uh, I know Levine was in the contest last year, and he's uh, high to do it this year. And he's not doing the dunk contest, so this is all he's focused on. This in the game, uh, John. Do you have an opinion on uh, the three point contest odds? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only two players for me would be Zach Levine and uh, Devin Booker. Absolutely, only only two because Zach Levine, you know, he has that um, slam dunk um, award already under his belt, right? And yep. so he wants to be kind of like the the rare, you know, slam dunk contest and three point, you know, three point winner. Uh, so I think he he's really a good, you know, pick to kind of win it, you know, win the three-point contest. But I really like Devin Booker. The value at plus 500. Uh, he won it in 2018, lost by one in 2019 before the final round. And um, and I, I forget what he did in 2020. I think he, um, he barely missed it too. Um, yeah. And so I think he's ready to kind of take that back. And give me Devin Booker plus five hundred quarter units for each. So those two are my plays for sure. Yeah, I like those plays definitely. I don't understand why Booker is at plus five hundred. He feels more like a favorite to me. Even I mean, I don't understand why he has that much worse odds than Curry. Other than Curry is a much more public player, and everybody thinks of when anybody thinks of three pointers, they think of Curry first, and I, no doubt that he'll be great. Um, he's shooting. Uh, he has the most three-point attempts so far this season. He's the only player in the league to break 400 in attempts right now. He's shooting 41% overall. Um, it's just like I don't think the value is there at plus 190. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention is there hasn't been a repeat winner of the three-point contest since 2008 when Jason Capuno did it. But there has never been a repeat winner that didn't do it in consecutive years. So if Curry or Booker wins, that'll be a first time. So that's, I don't know. I don't know how interesting that is, but it is. Um, the worst player, I don't think anybody should put money on Jason Tatum. He's, a, he's got the worst three-point percentage of anybody in the contest. And uh, it, I mean, even Jalen Brown, who has similar odds, he's at 43%. Tatum's at 36%. Uh, at least on the catch-and-shoot three-pointers that I'm looking at right now. Oh, Bobby just mentioned in the chat, Blake Griffin just got bought out. I wonder where he's going. Uh, John, any uh, opinions on where uh, Blake Griffin is going to be going? Could he possibly come back to L.A., the Clippers? Ooh, that's interesting. I haven't even thought of that. I mean, do they have the cap space to absorb? Oh, I'm just thinking off the top here, you know? Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I can't remember the odds. I think of where he was a favorite to go. Uh, I'm blanking now, but we we talked about it on a previous podcast. But uh, we have to definitely pay attention to that because he could be interesting on the right team. He's not uh, obviously the star that he used to be, but uh, Blake Griffin. It'd be interesting to see where he goes. Um, Fred yeah. Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet's like the number one, right? In terms of like before the trade, um, or not the trade deadline, but to get moved. Because, uh, I don't know. Fred Van Vliet is or Kyle Lowry? Uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry, my bad. My, my yeah. bad. I was going to say, I, hey, but, yeah, they're, they're super high on Fred Van Vliet in Toronto. I don't think they want to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Lowry, Lowry is uh, supposed to get moved, so we'll see. Um, 
kind of like him going to, I mean, a bunch of different teams. He could look good on Miami. He could look good on Philadelphia. I definitely think he's going to go to a contender uh, if he does move. But uh, I know a lot of Raptors fans will be sad. But I've also had Raptors fans point out that uh, they end up winning a lot of games when Kyle Lowry is out. Not that he's, uh, not that they're better without him, but uh, it's something that they can uh, make up for. So, uh, let's get back to All-Star Week, and that's what we're talking about. If anybody else wants to join in the conversation, if you have an opinion on the three-point contest odds or best bets or anything we can jump around you want to talk about, all good. Uh, the last thing, I, I mean, I, I've said everything I have written down about the uh, three-point contest. Really like Booker, but I am a bit of a homer, so take that in consideration. But also... Uh, like Levine, just think that his value isn't as much as Booker is there. Let's move on to the. Oh, let's go, uh, Terrell. What do you got? Quick question: um, How many times has Steph won already? He's won once. Once. Yeah, he feel, won. I don't know. In uh, 2015. 2015. So that's six years ago, and Steph's been in it a number of times since then. I just. I don't know. Maybe we're thinking too hard about this. Like, I feel like Steph is the type of guy where it's like he wants multiple. Like, he he keeps doing it. He keeps doing it for a reason. Like, granted, yes, he's like the face. And so, of course, they always want it. But he can easily, easily decline this. I think he wants multiple. So I wouldn't put it past Steph to be like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and win this thing, guys. Yeah, you're gonna put any money on it at plus one ninety though. Yeah, that's the only thing that is just it just doesn't seem worth it. But I mean, winning something is better than winning nothing. So yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I might throw uh, a little bit of money on it. You're right to just like uh, cover my ass, but um, I'm definitely gonna put more on Levine and Booker. Um, okay, let's move on to the skills challenge. We've got Luca at plus 200, Chris Paul at plus 225, uh, Sabonis at plus 400, Robert Covington at plus 500, Vucevic at plus 650, and Julius Randle at plus 800. Uh, you know, immediately so disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Terrell, you're the, uh, Knicks fan. Let's start with you. Who, what kind of odds do you like here? What? Come on. You don't even have to ask me. Julius Randle, what, what did you say? What book are you looking at? I have it at plus 800. What do you got? Oh, no. I see it at plus 600. I see Sabonis and Covington at plus 750. Why? Why? That is so disrespectful that Julius Randle has worse odds than anybody that's not named Chris Paul and Luca. Absolutely yeah. disrespectful. I'm smashing Julius Randle. Call me a homer. Call me whatever you is. He's the, a Knicks all-star. We don't get all-stars to do these things often. I'm all over Julius Randle this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, no, I like it. Do you like him? I mean, we'll get to this, but uh, any thoughts on his all-star game MVP odds? I think he's uh, at uh, 50 to 1. 50 to 1? I think that's enough for me to put a little something on it, but I think that uh, where he has the opportunity is because he's not somebody that, like, especially in clutch time, is not going to be a lot of attention drawn towards Julius Randle. Like, so he'll have the opportunity to do more 
Like, I feel like they still don't have a grasp on his skill set because this is like his breakout, breakout season. Like, we've always known he was a good player, but he's really put it together in all aspects of the game this season. And I feel like that he's like a question mark. So I think, and I think the question mark is with him and Zion. Mm-hmm. And I think those two players are two that have the opportunity. They're going to get the looks. And people just don't exactly know how they're going to stop those two yet. And so they have the best odds to just put up a bunch of points. Julius Randle, because he can do it on all levels, he can pass the ball, he can rebound. So Julius Randle is on triple-double watch, actually, to be honest. Um, yeah. Especially on uh, – on he's on Team KD, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah, so team so team Braun and I was some people this last night. Team Braun has a whole bunch of people that can pass the ball. Uh, he has a lot of good passes on his team. That's all team Braun is going to do. They're going to pass, pass, pass. But Julius Randle, you could arguably say that he's one of the best passers on that team KD team, uh, outside of James Harden and maybe a couple other guys. So I don't know. I think that I could make a and I you call me a homer, but I can make a strong case that Julius Randle can mess around flirt with the near triple double and put up enough where they'd be like, fuck it, let's give it to him. The first Nick um in a while to be in an all star game, like, show love. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Daniel just uh wrote in that Katie went out and got young guys that will play hard. I agree, and uh, we'll definitely talk more about the All-Star Game odds and MVP. Just uh, was jumping around a bit. Let's finish up with the skills competition. I uh, have no idea why they put Robert Covington in this competition. That guy can't even dribble. He must have lost a bet or something like that to uh, join this. So don't throw away your money by putting it on Covington. I actually really like Demonis Sabonis. I'm seeing him at plus 400. Uh, you might have slightly different but odds on your book, but I think that uh, he's going to be good value any way you uh, slice it. Uh, a lot of people think, hey, le- you-, you want the guards here, not necessarily the big man, but only one guard has won in the last five years because they match up big man against big man in these initial rounds. So they end up uh, getting further along. I mean, Bam won it last year. Jason Tatum won it the year before. Kristaps Pazingas won it in uh, 2017. Cat won it in 2016. Uh, only Spencer Dimwitty in 2018 has been the guard in the last five years to have won it. So I like Sabonis. He's got all-around offensive skill set. Uh, that should really put him in good standing against, you know, I bet they match him up against Vucevic or Ju- – I mean, Julius Randle I think would be good, but uh, they'll probably – Covington might uh, be matched up against him in the initial rounds. I think what they're going to do is match up uh, Luca and Chris Paul initially, since they're the two guards in it, and so that, that that'll cancel out one of the favorites right away. So I don't necess- I wouldn't advocate for putting any money on those favorites, even though Luca, Chris Paul might end up winning it. I just don't think there's enough value there. Uh, John, what are you going with this uh, skills challenge here? I'm I'm with Terrell. I'm going with uh, Julius Randle, plus eight hundred. Um, I like I like the big men here. Um, and McKee, you were talking about Cat, Kristaps, and Bam winning it in in past years. So I'll ride that um, at plus eight hundred. And you know, with the possible, you know, with with the uh, Randle always being that triple threat. Uh, yeah, triple uh, double threat. Yeah, give me. He's got the skills to take it. Yeah, give me Randall. Plus 800. What a steal. Absolutely. All right. Well, Terrell and John. Okay, so yep. to, 
just to give, because I'm like, you know, uh, devil's advocate. If Julius Randle misses the first three, he lost. <laughs> he's got to come out there. He's got to hit the first one. If he misses the first one, he lost. I don't think he'll come back from that. Why? You think he only just gets too far in his head? Or if he huh? gets in your head? You think he'll get in his head if he misses it? I think that it'll be – I think it'll be a good um, – because think about if he matches up with Robert Covington, he will thrash Robert Covington all the way through. Through, but if he misses that first three, and then Covington comes back behind him and spots up cash, he's gonna make it. So I think that just the competition, especially Covington, I think that's my biggest fear. If he plays Covington and he goes up there, he has to make the first three. I'm positive he'll get there. The first, he'll get through the whole course before him. But Covington's not that bad where he's not going to be, like, not too far behind. So if he misses that first one, he has to go get a re- his miss. And Covington comes up, he's going to spot up, hit that three, and beat him. And then that's going to absolutely piss me off. Well, uh, I mean, you said Covington's not that bad. I disagree. I, if I had to bet on who was going to be the slowest in them, I probably would put money on Covington. Uh, it's got to be Vucevic or Covington that are going to be the favorites for slowest. No, yeah, I think uh, – um, I think I don't think he'll win, but I, I think that it's not a disparity where he can't make a, a push late because once you get past that pass, like you make a push late, and if somebody's behind you, all you're doing is hoping that they miss that first one, and then you come up behind them and make it. Yeah, not here. I hear. All right. Uh, well, I've got money on Sabonis, uh, Terrell, and Jong have it on uh, Julius Randle. Uh, if anybody else. If anybody else has opinions, uh, please just join in, ask to speak, and we'll bring you right in. Uh, But we're going to be moving right now to the Slam Dunk Contest. Only three contestants. A bit of underwhelming with only three contestants and no big names, but I think it will be exciting. We've got three really athletic guys, and Obi Toppin at plus 150, uh, Anthony Simons at plus 175, and Cassius Stanley at plus 200. Uh, Terrell, let's start with you since it's another Nick. Uh, who are you going with here? Um, first off, I would like to say I completely understand for, you know, whatever NBA players may just stumble along this and listen and all that. I completely understand you, Anthony Edwards. I completely understand you, Zion. Why y'all would not want to do this slam dunk contest? There's no fans, and I'm not going to pull out my bag of tricks and it's not no ladies around that's going to get the feels of those <laughs> bag of tricks, and I'm not going to exploit that. So I completely understand. Save your bag of tricks for next year when fans are around, when you can, at where everybody's going to see it. I completely understand why. Now, <laughs> going back to your uh, your point, yeah, um, I don't know. I think uh, the recent history of Knicks in the slam dunk contest with Dennis Smith Jr., has turned me off of even looking Obi's way. He he could very well come out there, but I don't know. I feel like Cassius Stanley, like Cassius Stanley doesn't do anything else all season. He hasn't done anything else all season. So why not just be in, in practice working on your dunk routine every single day? So I don't know. I think I actually like Cassius Stanley um, uh, at plus 200 and just throw a shot on him. I really like him too. He, um, you're right. He really focuses on his dunks. He's got a 44 inch vertical leap uh, that they 
tracked at the draft combine, and he was the third highest since 2000. One of the only two players with a higher vertical than him was Diallo, and he won the dunk contest in 2019. Another thing I think is interesting is uh, a lot of the winners in the last 10 years have been guys 6'6 or under, uh, I think because they look like they get, you know, just more air. Uh, so you look at, you know, Levine, Diallo, uh, Derek Jones Jr., they're all 6'5". And then you got Donovan Mitchell who won it. He's at 6'3". And Glenn Robinson and Terrence Ross, they're both 6'6". Six, six. You have to go back to 2012 uh, when there was a last player who was 6'9". That was Jeremy Evans who won back in 2012. And year before that, Blake won it 6'9". And then, but the previous two years before that was Nate Robinson, who's only five nine, and uh, so I I do like Stanley, who's at six five, uh, because of that. And you know, Simons is a six four top in six nine. I think that he might not look like he's getting enough air, although he's like crazy athletic. So I would definitely put my money on Stanley plus two hundred. Jong, where are you going? I'm going chalk here. This this is, this is Obi Toppins to lose. Um, the, the, this guy is nasty and I'm not sure what the, uh, like what the other people have, you know, on him in terms of, you know, Obi's gonna, Obi's gonna windmill, Obi's gonna be, um, between the legs, Obi's gonna show up, um, and Obi might not be here next year. So Obi's, Obi probably is gonna win it in my eyes. I'm taking chalk. Yeah, I get that point. I mean, he hasn't, he's been a little underwhelming. He hasn't gotten to play a lot this year with Tibbs as the coach because Tibbs doesn't play a lot of rookies. So you think he's been uh, really gearing up for this. He hasn't been as much the talk, you know, he really fell out of the rookie of the year conversation quickly. So maybe he's got more motivation because of that. I could see that. Uh, what do you think, Terrell? I um, I'm really think that. So I get that. I I completely understand, but I feel like Obi will have another chance. Obi will get other chances to be here, especially when he starts to play more. Cassius Stanley is never gonna get this opportunity again. This is his. He knows this. He knows this is his one shot. He will not get it again. They're not gonna ask him to come back. He was a tenth option for the dunk contest and he's like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna go out here and i'm gonna make the best of it and i'd like to know who their coaches are because you know players typically have a, a coach that kind of helps them put their routine together i wonder if they have a coach this year uh but i i think Cassius stanley is is just he's like yo I'm not getting no play time. I'm not doing anything else in the league. Send me to the G League so I can do something at least. So, matter of fact, I'm going to take over his dunk contest. I'm all in on cash and stamp. Here I am. Um, Daniel Greer just wrote in the chat, uh, anyone seeing where to bet the dunk contest? It's not on FanDuel, DK, or MGM. I'm seeing it on my local book. That's where I got my odds. Um, I don't know. Do you uh, see it anywhere, Terrell? No, I don't. I don't see it anywhere. Um, local book for me, too. I've, it's simply my local. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I'm sure those odds will be popping up on uh, all the major books as well soon, just because uh, Dunk Contest is one of the favorites to, to bet. Um, okay. So let's move on to the actual game. Team LeBron, uh, they claimed their three-peat of the All-Star game last year. 
Um, I'm seeing that they've been winning by a margin of 6.3 points. Uh, last year was the closest call when they beat Giannis, uh, Team Giannis, 157-155. to 155. Uh, Right now, the odds I'm seeing, I'm seeing a spread of LeBron, Team LeBron giving up 3.5. Um, you can bet the money line for Team Durant at plus 142. I'm seeing a total of 307.5. Uh, one of the first props that I like for this, uh, most assists by one player. I'm seeing under uh, 10.5. I kind of like the under there. Uh, no one has topped 10 assists in the last two years under the new formats where the, the captains pick the team. So uh, I'm going to ride with that trend. Uh, Jong, uh, any thoughts here on uh, assists or rebounds or uh, points scored by one player? Not, not particularly. Um, uh, I just want to make sure they are implementing the Elam ending again, I believe, right? The Elam ending from last year? Yeah, you know what? I totally forgot about that. But yeah, I think so, you're right. So, And that's the reason why it was really close last year. So I, I see um, the loser losing by the margin of the spread you know so the plus three and a half i think is going to play in in effect because of the elam ending Mm -hmm. um yeah i think i think that's that's something to kind of definitely factor in so yeah i don't have anything particularly i i would say team lebron last year they they started off really slow and i think um they had to come come from behind to win it right or was it was that two years ago I, I can't remember. It's I'm blanking. Like, I, I, I don't end up watching the All-Star game that closely. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. I And I, uh, just so you double-check, I did just Google it. They are using the uh, Elam ending this year as well. So that's a good take to uh, maybe take the points with Durant and, since it'll be close. Um, Terrell, any thoughts on the, the game itself or any props? Uh, so... I hear you're under 10 and a half assisting. I'm just pulling up the teams again because I'm kind of a little foggy on who all is on the team. But I think the over 10 and a half can hit. And I think it hits from Team LeBron. Because Team LeBron, like I said earlier, Team LeBron has a lot of passers now. Like a lot of people that can pass the ball. and But I don't think that they have the shot creators that team Durant has they don't have the number of shot creators that team Durant has so I think they're going to be doing a lot of team basketball to set each other up and get each other and get each other going and I think that's where if one person just kind of takes the lead on that like a Chris Paul or hell even a Ben Simmons because Ben isn't shooting anything so he's got to make a contribution somehow to show that he should be in this game so I I think that I'm I'm rolling with the the over ten and a half by a player, and I think it comes from Team LeBron too. Yeah, no, and that's a good point. He does have a lot of uh, distributors on his roster. I mean, he just the in his starting five, and LeBron himself, great uh, great distributor. And then he got Curry, Luca, and Jokic. Uh, so uh, the only one that's really not much of a, a assist leader is Giannis. And then, um, he also have, he also has Lillard, Sabonis, uh, Simmons, Chris Paul. So you're right. There's a lot of guys there. That's a good take. Um, I, 
I kind of like the over for most rebounds for one player. There's a lot of good bigs. I think we can have uh, some good rebounding numbers in this one. Um, I, my only thing would be that they might have to divvy up the rebounds since there's so many good rebounders. Uh, any ideas on over 11 rebounds, Terrell? Uh, Rudy Gobert. Because what yeah. else is he going to do? What else is he going to do? Really? Just... I mean, it's not like anybody's playing defense. So all his all his defense and that's why I'm gonna rant real quick. I'm sorry guys. Go for but it. That is why I feel like Rudy Gobert should not have been in the all star game and why he should not be in the all star game. Uh can he be all pro? Yes, absolutely. He's an all pro type of player. But for the all star game, thinking about what people want to watch and all of that, is he have all star potential? Yes. But this nobody plays defense. So literally three fourths of his game is gone right there. Absolutely mm-hmm. gone. We do not because he's not gonna go out he's not going out there to play hard. And if he goes out there and starts playing defense hard, everybody's looking at him like, yo, like what are you like <laughs> you're taking this really serious? And in Rudy Gobert's defense, it's the only thing he knows how to freaking do. So I am 100% against Rudy Gobert being in the uh, All-Star game. It's not just because he started COVID and he's the reason <laughs> that we were out of sports. It's, I'm not still on that, even though I am a firm believer that he gave everybody in the league COVID. <laughs> and, um, but no, I really I'm not think, sure you can blame the entire COVID outbreak on Rudy Gobert. Nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> no, no. But seriously, yeah, I'm, I'm, he has to contribute somehow. And I think he's going to find – he finds a way. I would like to see what he did in the All-Star game last year. I don't really know his stats. I was, just, I was just pulling it up. He had 11 rebounds in the All-Star yeah. game last and year. So like he, and, he and Giannis both had 11 last year uh, to – they were the leaders. Was Were they on the same team? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, they're on the same team again this year. All right. But, yeah, yeah, I'm with uh, – I think Rudy Gobert will definitely hit that that over himself. So um, I th- I like that chance. He really doesn't have anything else. He's contributing to the game. Nobody's letting Rudy Gobert spot up shoot. I think they'll let Ben Simmons shoot a three just to say fuck it. Let's see if he makes it. But uh, <laughs> Ooh, that I would don't be think... a fun bet to try to find. Oh oh, I would take the over. I would take the over over zero and a half. I would take it. <laughs> if, matter of fact, I'm gonna try to find it somewhere. But yeah, yeah. that's my thoughts on that. All right, cool. Uh, Jong, anything else on the props before we get to the MVP odds? No, I'm, I'm can't wait for the MVP discussion. Let's, right. let's get at it. Let's get at it. Okay, so I am. Um, my local book doesn't have the MVP odds up yet. So, uh, what I did find, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing LeBron at plus four seventy five. I am seeing Steph at plus seven fifty. Zion twelve to one. Beal sixteen to one, uh, Chris Paul forty to one. I know that just already came up. Uh, Bobby was talking about that in the chat. Uh, Chris Paul forty to one. He has won it once in the past. Uh, I'm seeing Julius Randle. We already mentioned at fifty to one. Giannis nine to one. Uh, Harden also at nine to one. Uh, I guess Curry. I have it listed twice. I guess one book has it at plus uh, seven fifty, and one book has it at plus eight hundred. Not seeing a lot. I I couldn't find one for odds for Kawhi yet. You would think he would be up since uh, he won it last year. Um. So the one thing I do think is interesting to note here, it's almost uh, in the last ten twenty years, it has 
been pretty much exclusively the starters who have won. I can only find one non-starter to win it in the last 10 years, at least. And that was Westbrook. It was the first year that he won it in 2015. He won it the next year as well, but he was a starter in 2016. So I think you got to go with the starters here. I think uh, Beal is interesting at 16 to one since he's been leading the league in scoring. Uh, you got to think LeBron's going to try to win it. Uh, Terrell, what are you thinking? Uh, so I'm actually going a different way than you. Okay. And it's because this is residual effects from the Super Bowl. So it probably isn't a good way to bet, but you know what, whatever, because in the Super Bowl, I had an idea for an angle that I'm going to take all those rejects on the, on the bucks to score touchdowns. So, uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, and I didn't do it. And that parlay would have hit for something nice. So now I'm going to play the angle that I was thinking. And the angle that I was thinking is that first, Damian Lillard, who should have been a starter. Uh, he beat Luka out in uh, the players' vote and the coaches' vote. Um, or was it the media's vote? It's like the player vote and the media vote or something like that. He beat him out in two of the three categories. The only one that Luka beat Dame Lillard in was the fan vote. And the NBA has decided that the fan vote is the tiebreaker. So if you win the other two, but you win the fan vote, the person with the fan vote is being a starter. So Dame Lillard should have been a starter. Everybody else feels like Dame Lillard should have been a starter, except, you know, the fans. So I think I think I'm that's because Luca has such a, a strong European following, probably. Yeah, and that's really what it is. Like, you know, Dame has to compete with a whole bunch of people in this area. Like, Dame Lillard has California. So now you're going, you're taking California versus Europe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. So, so I understand and I get that. So, but I think Dame is thinking about that. Braun has said that Dame is the most disrespected player. And he feels I thought he like, said that Devin Booker is the most disrespected oh, player. Oh, well, he said, but he said Dame, I think he went back and followed up with Dame Lillard after that, I think. Um, it was, he mentioned Dame Lillard in that spill. And, mm-hmm. but that goes into my second pick for MVP. I have three picks for MVP that I'll bet on. So I so Dame Lillard for one, I feel like he's gonna be he's gonna go out there and like, all right, I'm gonna show you I should have been a starter and just Are you seeing odds for Dame? No, I don't see odds for anyone. I'm just waiting for him to come up. Yeah. Uh but here after hearing what you said, it's gonna be some pretty sweet odds, I think. Uh but Dame Lillard for one, he's he they don't have too many people that can go out there and just a certified bucket on Team Braun on their own and their own shot creator. So I think Dame has the opportunity to take that. Uh, Devin Booker is the next one for the same reason. Unappreciated. Probably should have been a starter. Uh, didn't even make the team. Had um, had to come in for relief, didn't he? Wasn't he a... Uh... Yeah, he was an alternate. Yeah. And so... He was the first alternate that came in after uh, AD, AD, yeah. Yeah, so Devin Booker. On, um, I'm on Devin Booker uh, just for that same angle. And then I'm playing the schoolyard angle. Donovan Mitchell is the best player on the best team of the league. He is the best player on the best team of the league, and he got picked last on Team KD. No (laughs) way Donovan Mitchell doesn't come out there and is like, I am balling. No, I'm not with it. So I'm I'm playing. I'm playing him. I'm playing him. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell – 
Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Dame Lillard. Those are my three guys. I'm not on any starters. All right. I, I got you. Uh, John, what are you thinking? Let me add to that Donovan Mitchell. I, I'm I'm on Donovan Mitchell um, for the fact that schoolyard disrespect, you know, LeBron saying, you know, playing video games and you never picked the Utah Jazz. That's one. It was yep. true. John, you cut out there. Oh, and, 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 and number two, um, M- Mitchell has been just fiery lately, right? He just got ejected a couple of games ago. Am I right on that? And yeah, he did. He did. And um, and third, Quinn Snyder is the coach for Team LeBron. Am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And and if 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 Donovan Mitchell makes makes the plea, hey, coach, put me in. I'm I'm tired of all these divas. Put me Wait, in. Donovan Mitchell's on now, Team only, KD though. Is he? Yeah, he's on Team KD. Is Quinn Snyder the coach of Team KD or Team Bron? Team Brown. Uh, team Brown. Oh, no. Nah. Then he's playing against Quinn Snyder because Donovan Mitchell's on Oh, you're team right. Team. You're right. I'm looking. Uh, so you, the, by that argument, uh, Rudy Gobert <laughs> will get a lot of playing time <laughs> if, if Quinn Snyder is the coach. Yeah. Uh, so Mitchell, he's on Doc Rivers' team. Okay. So no, so it's it's Rudy Gobert. Okay. Then, then that kind of takes away then – than my argument, my strongest argument. I thought Quinn Snyder <laughs> was gonna put him in, but but okay, um, yeah, Mitchell. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have any odds from my local bookie either, but we'll see. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree with the Donovan Mitchell take that he's gonna be uh, so disrespected. Maybe he'll get a, a chance. Uh, I thought that that was really funny. What LeBron said about never playing Utah players uh, when you're young playing games. I thought I was the only one that hated Utah so much. I never would pick uh, Carl Malone or uh, whatever the white guy's name Stockton, was. I'm thinking Stockton. NBA <laughs> Jam. I, I totally blocked him out. Boom. <laughs> so um, I thought that was really funny. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think the other players seem to hate uh, Utah, probably because Utah's fans are so nasty to them when they go there. Uh, so who knows? But uh, that was interesting that those guys got picked last. Um, but I like the Donovan Mitchell, so we'll have to see what the odds are when they come out. Uh, I think I missed mentioning that Luca is at plus 750. Any thoughts on Luca? maybe, uh, since he's being overlooked a bit? Not in, not interested. Well, right. then, well, maybe he I, does need to win All Star MVP because that's going to be the only MVP that he gets this year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Buff Tough mentioned in the discussion that Steph rarely plays well in the All Star game. I don't know. Maybe this will be the first time uh, Steph will have a good game. He has been uh, playing pretty hot lately. Um, although he was he sat out the other night because he was uh, on rest. Um, all right. Well, that's all I have. Uh, if anybody else, uh, wants to start a room and talk all-star game picks, uh, that'd be great. Uh, anybody can start a room here on locker room. Uh, just, uh, mention it in the chat. Um, I got to get going, but please subscribe to NBA gambling podcast. Please follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Uh, I will be back next week on Friday, same time, same place. And uh, appreciate all you guys for uh, joining in, and good luck on your all-star picks this weekend.
Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.